Today on CityCast Chicago, it feels like things are getting back to normal, right? I mean, we're easing into eating out at restaurants, spending time with family and friends. There are dozens of events coming up over the next few weeks. But yesterday, for the first time in nearly two months, city leaders announced travel restrictions to Chicago. The mayor's got to walk a tricky line here, right? She wants people to go to Lollapalooza. She wants people to go out and buy stuff. She wants people to go back to work. Also, there's still a deadly pandemic out there and a virus that is out there trying to kill you. Political reporter Heather Sharon helps us understand how the city is trying to ramp things back up while new pandemic obstacles just keep on coming. It's Wednesday, July 14th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. And yesterday, Chicago public health officials made it very clear the pandemic is not over. No matter how many places you go, how many restaurants you eat at, uh, it is not over. And that's what they said in the news release announcing the first travel restrictions in two months. Folks from Arkansas and Missouri must have a negative COVID test before coming to Chicago or quarantine for 10 days when they get here. WTTW reporter Heather Sharon has been covering the city's response to COVID since the very beginning. Heather, welcome to CityCast Chicago. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I want to start with travel restrictions. Those started last July, if I'm correct. And Tuesdays are usually the day when Dr. Allison R. Woody would come out and tell us what the latest round of travel restrictions look like. At the height of the pandemic, what were those basic restrictions? If you had more than 15 cases per day per 100,000 residents, that meant that the virus was spreading truly uncontrolled and it was not safe to travel to there or from there to Chicago. But it's important to say that nobody was ever cited for violating this travel order. It came with sort of the threat of fines and, and you know, some sort of citation. But the city never, never enforced it that way. And officials said that they really wanted to use it as an educational tool. Like, I don't know if you've seen on the expressways, they've had it on sort of the overhead signs, like check where you're traveling. It was so, it's been so hard for public health officials to figure out how to educate people and to help them make good decisions. And now we're in this weird phase five moment with that Delta variant spreading and people not really understanding what that means. Yeah. When I go and Google the Delta variant, which might not be the best option, right? Because it's just going to spit out a bunch of information to me. But I saw stories coming out of Florida, California, Wisconsin. Why is it that just Arkansas in Missouri are on the travel ban as of now? So there are two quick answers to that. One, that's where the Delta variant has really gotten its hooks into the population. The other thing is, is that Missouri and Arkansas are not as vaccinated as other states. So according to the New York Times, Missouri is about 40% fully vaccinated. Uh, Arkansas is 35% fully vaccinated. By comparison, Illinois is 55% fully vaccinated. Do we have a clear sense of what makes the Delta variant so dangerous 
as it spreads across states? Well, I am not a doctor. I do not play one on podcasts or the radio or even (laughs) television. But as I can best understand it, it essentially means that the virus has evolved. It has mutated to sort of have a stickier protein spike so that even if you breathe in just a little bit of it, this will sort of have a greater effect. What's interesting is that if you cast your memory back six months or so, everybody was worried about what was then called the the UK variant. But now that variant has really died out because it's been replaced with this Delta variant. And that shows you just how dangerous and how quick to evolve COVID has turned out to be. So much coverage has been about, and rightfully so, people are optimistic, more people are getting vaccinated, has been about reopening. But that means there's been less emphasis on testing and maybe even less emphasis on uh, vaccine education. Have you seen the city staying vigilant about educating people about not only the Delta variant, but getting vaccinated overall? The mayor's got to walk a tricky line here, right? She wants people to go to Lollapalooza. She wants people to go out and buy stuff. She wants people to go back to work. At the same time, she's got to encourage people to get vaccinated. She's got to encourage people to get tested if they're feeling sick. And sometimes that is a hard line to walk, right? Because how do you say, go live your life? It's everybody's, we're fully open, you know, we're back to normal. But also there's still a deadly pandemic out there and a virus that is out there trying to kill you. Has she always gotten that that balance correct, you know, it, it's really hard. And the last couple of weeks has been really sort of emphasizing the get back, live your life, enjoy summer. And that is unfortunately opened the door to the Delta variant. Is the city being caught flat-footed in this situation or did we prepare for more mutations to come, not only in the summer, but throughout the rest of the year? Dr. Allison Arawadi, who's the commissioner of the Department of Public Health, she happens to be an epidemiologist, so this is her sort of forte. She has said that she is confident that Chicago can you know, sort of make it through the summer. As long as people keep getting vaccinated, people keep being safe, they get tested if they're feeling sick. What she has said is that she's worried about the fall and the winter because that's when the weather is going to get nasty again. Everybody's going to go back inside. And maybe we will have forgotten that, like, you can't be in a room with 100 unvaccinated people and not expect somebody to have COVID. If you remember last fall, just about the 1st of October, cases started soaring because people went inside. And they didn't want to, you know, socially distance anymore. So that's that's the big concern right now. So, again, quick recap. The city has started its reopening. The state has started reopening. Festivals are back on. Even just this week, I was walking through the Southport Art Fest. But now our Tuesday travel restriction update has come and two states are on it. Do you imagine in the next couple of weeks that more states will be added to this list? Yes. Um, So they updated every two weeks has been the practice. They said today that states like Nevada um, and Florida are sort of next on the list to be added to the travel order. And I know that if I was somebody who was looking forward to a vacation going to Florida, I don't know why you would go to Florida at this time of year, but let's say that you did, um, (laughs) you know, that might make me think twice about that because you want to be in a state and in a setting where as many people are vaccinated as possible, because while 99% of all hospitalizations 
hospitalizations and deaths are among those who are unvaccinated. There are people who have gotten what's called breakthrough infections. So you're fully vaccinated, but you still get sick. Now, you have a much less likely chance of being hospitalized and even even lower chance of dying, but it's not zero. No vaccine is 100% effective. Yeah. Heather, throughout the pandemic, it has been very clear that Chicago's ongoing battle with racial segregation has had an impact throughout the pandemic. We saw that the people more likely to get infected and to die were brown and black. The least likely to get vaccinated were brown and black. With the Delta variant, are we looking at a another wave of the pandemic that's even more sort of racially disparate? Absolutely. Um, the neighborhoods in Chicago that are the least vaccinated are primarily black. And that has led to the fact that the most people hospitalized in Chicago with COVID are black. And those who have died recently from COVID are black. For example, Englewood on the south side has only a vaccination rate of somewhere around 30%. That is why the city a couple weeks ago started sending vaccine, vaccination education outreach workers door to door in those neighborhoods to try to give people more information and to sign them up for an appointment. But there are people who still have questions about whether the vaccines are safe. All of the evidence shows that they are safe. But these are also people who are a lot of times working really hard jobs and don't have time off and might be afraid to get the vaccine and then, you know, suffer side effects, which are totally normal and will go away. But maybe they're worried they're going to miss work and maybe they're not going to have time off. So it's it's really complicated. Um, and it's not as easy as some people on Twitter seem to think it is. Well, just go get vaccinated. Well, you know, for some people, it's not that easy. And the city is trying to address those issues. In Chicago, your employer has to give you time off to go get the vaccine. They can't discipline you. But, you know, other people have real questions because they've been mistreated. Their families have been mistreated by the healthcare system. So I think it's important that the city is trying to do that work. It's hard to do that when you've got a competing pandemic really out there of gun violence and gang violence. And and that is sort of making everything harder in those neighborhoods because COVID is worse in neighborhoods where violence is worse. And I don't think that is a coincidence. Neither do I. Are we doing enough to address this next wave? Yeah, it, it's really hard because, you know, and I've said this a couple of times to my friends and family, um, what I might sort of recommend to you now might not make sense a week from now or two weeks from now. You know, I keep saying to people, hey, look, we've seen what exponential growth in COVID looks like before. We've we've been through that before. Um, and it's really impossible to tell whether we're doing enough to prevent that from taking root again. And so many people are just tired of it, right? Because it was a month ago that the city and the state fully reopened. And I know a lot of my family and friends were like, okay, that's great. We're vaccinated. I'm done with it. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. And that is an opening that this virus sees and just seizes. And with this Delta variant is really going to sicken, I'm worried, a lot of people Maybe not here in Chicago because we are so vaccinated, but elsewhere, and especially in neighborhoods that are already under-resourced and underserved, those are where the, it's going to hit the hardest. No, I appreciate you saying that because I'm not going to lie. There was a part of my my privileged mind that once I was fully vaccinated, once things started to reopen, and I was like, you know what? I know that we still have more waves, more variants to come, but I really don't want to talk about this shit anymore. And yet, 
we have to remain vigilant because the virus doesn't give a damn about how fatigued you are. And, uh, Heather, you said earlier that the mayor is in a bind. And let's be honest, when isn't she? Uh, True story. On one hand, she wants to open up the city. She wants to get the economy restarted. But on the other hand, you know, citizens, you know, residents, Chicagoans still need to be protected. How have you seen that frustration play out? So what's interesting is that um, I was just I was just trying to think, when was the last time she had a press conference that was totally about COVID? And I think that was on June 11th when the city fully reopened and it was a pep rally. There were flags and there was this real sort of celebratory, you know, sort of like, OK, we made it. We're done. And she hasn't really talked about COVID since then in a detailed, focused way. She's talked about business grants. She's talked about gun violence. She's talked about encouraging new businesses. She traveled to San Francisco to try to bring new tech businesses to Chicago. So it's been a real sort of like attempt to turn the page. The question is, like you said, is the, is the virus okay with that page turning just in Chicago? Now, the numbers are very low still, but you know the number of confirmed cases are up 50% over the past week. That's just confirmed cases. Hospitalizations and deaths are still pretty low, and that means getting vaccinated. That means if you're not vaccinated or you can't be vaccinated, like you're under 12, you got to wear a mask. You got to make smart decisions about where you go. Um, and I think there's a lot of fear right now that something like Lollapalooza is going to turn into sort of, you know, to feed that growth, even though the city has said that if you go to Lollapalooza, you either have to show proof of vaccination or proof of a negative COVID-19 test. My last question to you, Heather, before I let you go, would you pump the brakes on summertime shot in light of this new news? You know, I feel really confident for myself, for my own health, because I'm fully vaccinated. My husband's fully vaccinated. My family's fully vaccinated. So I'm okay with gathering with them. I, I did go to a party this weekend that my kids were invited to, but they stayed home because they're not old enough to be vaccinated. Hopefully, all kids will be able to be vaccinated by by the fall. Parents are going to have a lot of anxiety, and I'm one of those. So, I mean, I was too old for Lollapalooza when I was 19, so I'm not going to Lollapalooza. Um, <laughs> but under the best of circumstances, um, but but people have to, you know, they have to know what the data is telling them and they have to make the best decision they can for themselves. But I don't think it makes any sense for anybody to say, oh, it's done because it's not. Yeah, the data says we are not out of the deep end just yet. Heather Sharon is a political reporter for WTTW. Thank you so much for joining us on CityCast Chicago. This was so fun. Thanks for having me. Some good news to get you through. The city gave out $10 million in grants this week to 27 businesses on the south and west sides, including one of my favorite joints on the south side right off 81st and Stony, Mickey's Retro Grill. Stop by and get you a burger, six lemon pepper butter wings, and a Butterfinger shake. Remember, for more Chicago stories and events, check out our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. be truthful with you i said to my husband they said i said look you listen to this new city cast it's really good and i'm a little offended they haven't asked me to be on yet <laughs> so you know just keep that in mind <laughs>